Hello and welcome to Five Alive. It is another beautiful but cold day here in Chandigarh Mahali, Punjab. We are enjoying the season of Christmas. We are enjoying the end of the 2020 calendar year. We are also looking forward to a new year in 2021. And so today we're going to do things just a little bit different. And I'm going to open it up to everybody. There are a few things that we've discussed before we started today and just wanted to kind of go through those things and and see what the Lord has in store for us today. So first question is, what did you enjoy about 2020? Um, What is a joyous or thankful moment you had this year? I've heard so many times different people talking, whether it's been on conference calls, whether it's been in Zoom meetings whether it's been in uh, different events that I got to participate in via Zoom or even Microsoft Teams or what have you. And a lot of people have had a very negative outlook on the 2020 calendar year. However, myself personally, I, I think it's been a really good year. I, To me, 2020 has been one of those years that's just been enjoyable for a couple of reasons. Setting aside all of the other things, the pandemic, setting aside all of the uh, delays, setting aside the, the the things that we wanted to do this year, but maybe we couldn't do, and focusing on how good God has been to us in 2020. And I'm just going to open it up with, uh, there's been several things that I have always put on what would uh, proverbially be called the back burner. And I have set those things uh, aside, hoping to one day get to them and never really getting to them, always saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And yet I never got to them because I just didn't have the time because I was busy with work. I was busy traveling. I was busy doing all of these other things. 2020 came along and opened up the opportunity for me to slow down and actually look at those things that I said, I'm going to do that one day. Just for example, I I always enjoy the hobby of watercolor painting, and I haven't done that in years. In fact, when I first started watercolor painting again this year, I finished a painting that I had started in 2004, um, which is basically how long it's been, 16 years since I actually sat down, pulled out my watercolor paints, pulled out my brushes, and actually painted. And uh, I completed that one and I've done about three or four more paintings since then. And it's something that I've continued to enjoy doing is sitting down and watercolor painting. Another thing that I've gotten to do this year is I've gotten to read a ton of books. Uh, I've enjoyed every range of books from history to biography to fiction, enjoyed stuff within the, uh, the nonfiction realm as well. And just really enjoyed reading. It's not been only about Netflix and Amazon Prime and what TV shows can I veg out on uh, to try and pass the time. But instead, I've really enjoyed sitting down and reading books, really enjoyed sitting down and painting, really enjoyed playing with the children. And uh, Xavier and I have been playing basketball. Uh, Mallory even came out with us, played a little badminton. And uh, we've we've enjoyed walking together. Blair and I have enjoyed walking together. What are some of the things uh, for your 2020 that you're thankful for? I'm thankful that I'm finally going to be able to accomplish school tomorrow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Completing the 2020 calendar year of school tomorrow. 
And I'm thankful for the less traveling because of our job, we have to travel so much and it's been nice not having to travel as much and be able to just sit in one place, whether it's for the few months that we had to sit inside and not leave the house at all, but still it was enjoyable to not have to leave one country and go to the next country back to back every 180 days. That was quite enjoyable. Absolutely, yeah. Anything else? This has been the first time that we've been in a home for over a year and a half without having to leave or travel out. So it's nice just to settle in and to live a routine life that we have never been able to have before in several years. Definitely 2020 has been a great advocate of learning to live at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we've been married for over 20 years. And yet, we're always constantly going, 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 whether it be traveling uh, to different countries, as Xavier brought up, or whether it be going to this event in this part of the country when we were in America, or it was going to another event at the other end of the United States of America, or if it was just, it was like we were always going, going, going. And this was a year that that wasn't a stressor. That wasn't even something that we had to focus our attention attention on. And we were able to actually focus on the things that we, we, we hadn't been able to focus on for a while. It's been very nice. Anything else? I've always enjoyed sketching and drawing mm -hmm. and creating something. And I haven't done it pretty, like I haven't had a project to do in quite a long time. I don't know why I just stopped doing it. And so I haven't done a project in a while. And the opportunity of making the podcast logo really helped me remember how much fun it is to create mm. and we get and get back into drawing more and creating whether that be traditional through painting or drawing or whether it be on the ipad with the apple pencil and it's just i don't know 2020 has helped me remember so much about how much fun it is to create and to learn and to read and to study as opposed to last year whenever I wasn't even doing any of those things. Yeah, absolutely. Through the pandemic of 2020, there were a lot of free um, apps and free uh, abilities to be able to learn and to do if there was. So for me, my interest is in teaching. And so I was offered a free university course studies over the summer to embedder my teaching ability to be able to teach via Zoom or via all these other apps that are available to integrate into your teaching lifestyle digitally. And so I learned how to shoot myself via, anyway, I learned how to record. <laughs> shoot myself. <laughs> I learned how to shoot myself. I learned how to shoot. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Because, you know, that's horrible. I learned how to record myself using my phone and uploading that to the computer. And I learned how to edit. And I learned how to upload everything that I had created and learn how to put in pictures into the creation of a movie and start a YouTube page. And granted, I only have one video up on YouTube and but it was still fun and the work and hours that I put into it was just like an accomplishing moment of yeah. 2020 of 
okay, maybe I, I am okay going into the technology realm of, of life, of using the technology that is at our fingertips because there are so many things that are available. And like I said, through the pandemic, a lot of things were offered for free. Mm. And that was really nice that it didn't come with a cost. It just, you just had to put in the hours in order to be able to do and to fulfill and to do that. So I feel a little bit more accomplished in my teaching ability, but those are some of the things that I've learned this yeah, pandemic. Absolutely. And, and you're more confident in it, mm -hmm. more confident in every aspect of, of what you just talked about with whether it be teaching or technology or editing or uh, putting stuff up on the internet. We started this podcast this year in right. 2020 as a result of a dear friend of ours just encouraging us. We were having services in, uh, in the home on uh, Sundays and the pandemic hit and we were trying to send out audio files of what we would discuss and my dear friend Gurdeep said, hey, why don't we podcast this stuff? Why don't, why don't we put this up on the podcast? He, and, and he's always encouraged me in a lot of the different things that we've taught of saying, hey, I think more people need to hear about this. Uh, I think more people need to, to listen. And, uh, and, and here's our avenue. We, we developed it in 2020. I know another thing that as far as I'm concerned, this is maybe something for those that are listening that are dealing with finances and stuff like that. But 2020 was not a bad year financially in the regard of looking at what other people have and thinking that you need the same thing. Like, oh, they've got a new phone. I need a new phone. Oh, they've got a new TV. I need a new TV. Uh, that compulsive buying because we were jammed up in the house for several months really helped, especially in the decline of the economy, especially in the, 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 the pay decrease um, that comes with the consultancy work that I do, et cetera. Um, yet at the same time, because we aren't always traveling, so there, the diesel uh, costs were down, the car maintenance fees are down, the, all of those different things are down. So though there was a decrease in pay, there was also a decrease in movement, which also made it easier to pay off for us as a family, pay off some of our debt. I mean, to me, that's something that's fantastic because it's one of those burdens that weighs on a family of always looking at, okay, where's this going to come from? Are we going to have enough food to eat? Are we going to have enough money to pay the electricity bill? Are we going to be able to pay rent? Those kinds of things. The pandemic really got all of the financial things uh, in a way that um, budgeting, et cetera, made it a whole lot easier so that that prayerfully the rest of our lives will continue to just be easy breezy. I know it won't be, but uh, just it was good. It was good as far as that stuff goes as well. Mallory, was there anything else other than finishing up school? What else did you enjoy about 2020? Well, me and my whole entire family got to have a birthday in quarantine, which is really fun. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We did. We were all quarantined for every one of our birthdays, weren't we? <laughs> that's true. That's true. 2020 has just been a, a really good year as far as everything goes. I don't have any regrets about this year. I Definitely, uh, we had some hardships, some heartaches this year that also came, specifically family members who did pass away, family members who got COVID and the, the fear and those things. We, we were able to work through those moments, work through those times with the help of Jesus. Uh, we were able to really 
walk through those those scary moments or those fearful health scares. Um, and even, like I said, death to the point where um, death is a celebration. When my nani passed away just a couple of weeks ago, my, my mom's mom, that was a moment of, of sorrow, but yet at the same time, moment of great rejoicing because I know where she's at today. I know that she's there with Jesus. I know that she is in heaven and and I have full confidence and assurance of that because of what the Bible says about those who believe will inherit eternal life. And I know my grandmother, I know my nani believed in Jesus. She she proclaimed it all the time that she could. And so therefore, what is normally a sorrowful moment is actually a moment of rejoicing. And I had a moment where I sat down and I even, I haven't done this and Gosh, I, probably since high school, but I sat down and wrote a poem uh, for my nani, which was read at her memorial service because of how much I loved her, appreciated her. And it was one of the coping mechanisms for me to um, also uh, know that she is passed, passed on into heaven. And part of that grieving process was, was writing a, uh, a poem for her. So, I mean, that's, that, that's really a joy and uh, something, something that was sorrowful that's been turned into laughter as the Bible says. I know another thing that 2020 has brought, and I remember Xavier, you were going out and playing Monopoly with some new friends this year, and you guys discussed this during the pandemic. We were in the middle of the pandemic and it was like, you know, is it okay to go out? Is it not okay to go out? Um, but you went out and played Monopoly with some friends and you guys were discussing the fact that because of travel and everything, there would have been no way you would have ever met if this was just a normal year. But because of the pandemic, you, you really made some new friends that are really close yeah right mm -hmm. it was definitely 2020 was definitely a good year for meeting new people i believe especially in our community in our complex we've met so many new friends and people in our complex that definitely because of travel or because of busyness of other people that we wouldn't have been able to meet them if we had lit had just been another normal year yeah so I definitely agree with that. Yeah. What was funny to me was, is that you had come back in and you had said, you'll never guess what we were talking about. We were talking about the fact that all of us live such busy lives that there, this wouldn't have been possible for us to even sit down for a night and even play Monopoly. And yet because of pandemic, not only are we all friends, but we were all able to have, you know, several hours of just hanging out and goofing off. I think you guys even went and played on some of the little kitty. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the little kitty playground stuff and everything, but I mean, it was fun. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and that, that's, that's something that even I have made a lot of new friends this year, Blair and Mallory have also, and, and yet we've also maintained those friendships with older friends that we've had for, for years, um, here in, uh, Mahali area. And, we've continued to check on each other and get messages from each other and see how everybody's doing. And, and when things were opening up, we were able to go see each other, you know, see each other. And it's, it's, uh, it's been, it's been rather telling telltale, uh, sign of, of what's really essential, what's really important in our lives. Well, it's Christmas time. It is time of giving gifts, the time of celebrating, the day of when Jesus represented uh, himself as 
God here on this earth. He came in the form of a baby, was born in a manger. Shepherds came and worshiped him. Wise men from the east came and worshiped him. And yes, there were more than three wise men that came and worshiped him. Just because it was gold, frankincense, and myrrh that they gave his gifts doesn't mean there were only three people. And you have Anna who worshiped him. You have other people at the temple eight days after Jesus's birth that worshiped him. And today we worship him because of how great he is to us. As a result of uh, this Christmas season, there's a tradition that we normally do, which is giving gifts to others within the Christian community. And as a result of giving gifts, the reason we do that is because God himself first gave himself to us. And as a result of him first giving himself to us as a gift, we gift each other. So just out of curiosity, what is your favorite gift that you've ever received? One time, one of my friends noticed that I really liked to write and stuff. And so after her birthday party, she had a birthday party. And so then well, she had gifts for her friends that came after her birthday party, like a goodie bag uh -huh. or something, like thank you for coming there. But she gave me a notebook mm. with, and it actually smells really good. I have no idea why it has smell on there, but it does. And so, and then she gave me a note and it said like stuff like, I'm going to miss you when we go to India and stuff like that. And so I thought that was a really nice gift because she noticed that I liked drawing a lot because mm. I doodled a lot, even though I was still listening to the message of God. That's lovely. To go along with Mallory, every year when I was little, I would always get a, a bear, a teddy bear, because I really like bears. And I always looked forward to every Christmas to seeing a bear underneath the tree. But my favorite bear was from my dad. It was a Victorian Christmas bear. That would be one of my favorite gifts was a gift of a Victorian teddy bear. Another favorite gift of mine is when we moved here to India and my husband designed a beautiful necklace for me. It's almost in the shape of a treble clef because I really like music as well. And he had this personally designed and intricately detailed and with beautiful little diamonds in it and it is in white gold and I pretty much do not take the necklace off <laughs> I wear it every day it is a, it is a part of me and I lose one of my favorite gifts that I have received ever since wait, was Chewy a Christmas present? Chewy was a Christmas present I think he was, present. A Christmas he was in your stocking yeah so I, you didn't have <clears throat> him when you were born I got him a year at yeah. yeah it's when you could recognize what something was yeah yeah, yeah. I think I was Christian. Yeah. So ever since I remember, ever since I was little, I always had this stuffed dog. It was a golden retriever. He had a lead, uh, collar on him that eventually ripped off. And anyways, I remember its name always being Chewy, and he was one of my first Christmas presents that I actually remember. And I've had him for over. Uh, 15 years and I've kept it and loved it and I still <laughs> don't have it on me it's <laughs> in US but uh, when I was around 12 I used to think it was weird that I was 
12 year old boy and I have a stuffed animal. That's not cool to have stuffed animals. But then I met some of my older friends and they still had stuffed animals in their rooms. And so, I mean, that is one of my favorite Christmas presents was, is Chewy, hmm. who is still, who I still have and hope to have to show maybe even to my children or grandchildren. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Why not? I I mean, and you know, the reality of the stuffed animal side of things, uh, as far as Xavier's going with that, that I still have one that was a monkey from whenever I was little. And gosh, it was, I don't even remember when I got it. I know it was for my parents. And, uh, but it's one that's in a, a box in the U.S. waiting for our return. So yeah, I hope that you have Chewy one day <laughs> to show your children or even grandchildren. I, I have, I have one that yep. I can show you guys, you know, which is pretty cool. When I was little, I had a hippo. Yeah. I would, I would always get like exotic animals. Yeah, yeah. And I had hippo. And I remember taking it to Virginia uh, to my grandmother's house. And it was like four years after that. And my grandmother was cleaning up, um, cleaning up the rooms, you know, ridding out of as they were moving the mattress and taking out the box spring and all. My hippo was still underneath the bed. And she <laughs> called me up and she goes, you left something here. And I said, I did. I haven't seen you in a, in a couple of months or so. She goes, no, you left something here. And she's like, it's underneath mother's bed. Mm. And I said, what is it? She goes, it's your hippo. And I was like, <laughs> that's where it went. <laughs> and like for like four years, it was stuck underneath. It was underneath her bed the whole time. I had no idea, but she started laughing and she kept it very safely for me to come and collect. Yeah. But it was a very tattered. I really played with my animals a lot. It was very tattered. It like had like you know the little beads would fall out of it like yeah, right yeah, where yeah. it pooped, and yeah. so it was like <laughs> cuckoo beans. <laughs> yeah, I can remember for myself one of my uh, treasured gifts as a young boy would have been, uh, you know, especially since Blair was talking about childhood, one of my favorites was when I was a little boy, I got a bicycle from my grandma and grandpa, the, um, my nani and my nana. And I, I, I thought that was um, one of the greatest presents I ever, ever could have gotten. And uh, remember going out, my grandfather holding the back of my um, seat so that that way I could learn to ride my bike when I was a little boy. I thought that was pretty cool. As an adult, I seem to treasure a lot of the gifts that I get, but the ones that I seem to treasure the most are the are the cards, not the ones that are bought at like the store, you know, and you sign your name, but the ones that are, have been designed by my children or even by my wife that are um, handwritten notes of of love, of endearment. I made sure that I save them. I have many of them in a box in America. And even here, I, I remember a Father's Day just this year, Mallory and Xavier gave me uh, cards and they're sitting in my briefcase and I keep them in my briefcase. They will get transferred uh, into that box one day that's back in America. But in the meantime, while we're continuing to be abroad, they stay in my briefcase. And whenever I do, whenever we do travel again, I always make sure that those are with me. And yeah, I do. I sit in my hotel room and I pull those out and I look at them instead of watching TV or something like that. And I just pray for, they're so precious to me that they're a reminder that I just continue to pray for Blair and for Xavier and Mallory and Addison and, and uh, just really love on uh, you guys, even when I'm away from you. It's a great reminder. They're very precious gifts. 
Next question. What has been your favorite scripture verse this year, and why has it meant so much to you? I liked one of them, and I had it written down, but I totally forgot what it was. Wow. And then Start it out, if you remember it. I can't remember it. Oh, okay. And it was something from word building, you know that. And then my other one is um, the one about the peacemakers, because my name means peacemaker. Blessed are the peacemakers, okay. for they shall inherit the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, that one. I liked that one because I didn't blow it my name, but it means peacemaker, the German dictionary. Yeah. Not in America. Matthew 5 9. Matthew 5 9. All right, so look her up and read it to us, Mallory. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Matthew 5 9. Wonderful. Xavier or Blair? My favorite scripture verse is Acts 1-8, but yearly, I always choose a scripture verse to stand on, mm. and this year for 2020, the scripture verse is Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. So the title of Isaiah, where this comes from, it says, the word of God stands forever. So I'm going to read verses 6 through 8 of Isaiah 40. A voice says, cry, and I said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all is beauty, is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely, the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. So the portion of the scripture there I reflected on for definitely 2020, has been the word of our God remains forever. Our words will come and go. Our lives will come and go. The things that we have the opportunity to create or invent will come and go. But God's word stands forever. And may I live my life in a way that's pleasing and edifying towards him, that my walk of life will be pleasing and acceptable unto his sight, that I will one day remain forever with him. Hmm. And that's the scripture that I've have stood on for meditated on pondered on reflected on for the year of 2020 scripture verse i selected it's not just a verse it's a whole chapter it's a short chapter six verses long but it's a common one psalm 23 and i mean it's really common but i feel like it holds true every year and so i'm going to read psalm 23 the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me by side still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they come for me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And in choosing that scripture verse, I believe that even if we're in years that are believed to be tough, like 2020, even though it wasn't tough for me, if it was tough for you, the Lord is always there with you. And he's always making a way for you. Even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we'll fear no evil because he is with us. First John chapter 5, and I'm also going to read several verses. Uh, focus is verse 4. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. 
and everyone who loves the Father loves whoever has been born of him. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Verse 4. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? I find this passage of Scripture very enlightening and apropos, foundational for a year like this year, especially that verse 4. How do we overcome the the world? How do we overcome pandemics? How do we under, overcome pain and heartache and disease and troubles and trials? When we have Jesus, we overcome by our faith. Our faith in him, our faith that he will do what he says he will do, knowing that everything that our heavenly father does, his intentions are to continue to show himself to us and to the rest of the world and that, yes, there are going to be hardships and problems, but we overcome them by our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Was there anything funny that happened this year that you can remember? Anything that just tickled your funny bone? Yeah. What? I hit it like 20 times on the on my table because I kept going down. Oh, you hit your funny bone? Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that was just humorous this year as well? One of the funniest things I think that happened this year, I mean, and this is within recent months, the month of November, Gurdeep Shub Xavier and I got in the car and we drove an hour and a half out of Mahali to a farm in order to get a turkey for Thanksgiving. And it is a live turkey when we first pick it up. And when we leave, it is no longer alive. It is ready to be cooked. And uh, it was a humorous time, a joyful time, because we just sat and talked and enjoyed as we drove out to the uh, to the Gill Farm, uh, is the name of the farm that we went to. And uh, we went and had a beautiful lunch and had lots of laughter and enjoyed uh, at lunch and then drove back in and, uh, it was, it was a, it was a fun day. It was a lot of laughter, nothing specifically. I did ask anything humorous stand out the whole day was just a humorous day in general. Like I said, filled with laughter and, and fun. I write down quotes throughout the year. Oh brother. <laughs> that, was, that, was said that are pretty funny. Um, one of them, Mallory, she was, uh, finishing up her math work. And she said, I hope I can do my math work today or else that might be a problem. <laughs> Mallory also said throughout her schoolwork as well, in 1920 was the great disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> that one was pretty funny. We write newsletters out to our friends and family. And one day Xavier was reading a newsletter from daddy. And there was a word missing. And Xavier nicely says, Daddy, the word is we. I know, I know, says Daddy. I heard it from Mommy already. 
And Xavier in response says, you know, Daddy, there is an app that can proofread your newsletter before you send it out. I get ads for it all the time. You should try using it or have one of us proofread it. Silence, silence, silence from the father. <laughs> Those are some funny things that have happened. Um, another one was Xavier and Mallory's conversation. Mallory, wait a minute. Did they film Frozen in Norway? Xavier, no, Mallory. Frozen is an animation. <laughs> <laughs> so those are some of the funny things, some of the funny things that have been shared in 2020. We were walking by a store and the sign read, we choose together, we choose right. And Mallory read, we choose to get her. We choose right. <laughs> so together became to get her. <laughs> <clears throat> Which is spelled correctly. Yes. Whether you say together or you space it out and say to get her. <laughs> I remember one sign at one of the grocery marts. And it says, don't use plastic. Make life pan more Elastic. <laughs> yeah. <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Not your lifespan, your life pan. Back in August, it was we were playing a game of basketball and you could hear the thunder and the lightning, see some of the lightning. We knew it was about terrain. And Xavier and Manu and I were staying on the court when everybody else took off, running off the basketball court, leaving the tennis court, getting out as fast as they possibly could. And instead, we stayed and we got absolutely drenched, <laughs> just kept on shooting basketball and telling jokes and goofing off. I was mesmerized by a monkey drinking Coca-Cola from a can. That was this year, wasn't that it? That was, was this year. year. It's pretty mesmerizing. It was earlier this year. That was funny. Watching the monkey. It was totally a Coca-Cola commercial for sure. <laughs> Can Caroline survive the third attempt to cut her? <laughs> that was funny. Oh my goodness, she survived! Are you recording? Yay, Caroline! <laughs> <laughs> oh, forgot what it was. my birthday! quarantine Yay, birthday. Caroline! Woo-hoo! I remember at my birthday that we were doing a Who Knows Me Better and we had everything printed out and stuff like that. And one of the questions was spicy or plain, and I had no idea what that meant. And it meant food. And I was and I wrote plain because I didn't know what it meant. So I circled plain. And then everybody's like, why'd you circle plain? You like spicy food. I was like, that's supposed to be food? I didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> one funny thing I find has definitely happened this year, or as also last year is I'm on Instagram and so on Instagram started following dad jokes page and so throughout the year I've just been randomly reading out dad jokes yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> I'm a big fan of the far side and Gary Larson put his website up this year I've been enjoying those every day as well it's always good to laugh as we bring the 2020 calendar year to a close God made you special and he loves you very much. Goodbye. <laughs>
We pray that you have a fantastic close to your 2020 calendar year. Have clothes a, or clothes? Clothes, not clothes. clothes. Wear some fantastic clothes. <laughs> Wear some fantastic clothes. Have a fantastic end of your 2020 calendar year. Preparing for our 2020 calendar year. 2021. Oh, 2021? Yeah. Did you do that on purpose? No, I didn't. I was just talking. 2021 was great, too. I was just talking. And anticipation for what Christ can do in your life and the lives of those that you love. Mallory, will you close us in prayer? Thank you, Jesus, for this day and for every single day. And that everybody will have a great 2021 year. And that everybody will make sure to stay safe. And that they'll have a wonderful Christmas. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.